genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with care, my son. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minutes, the daily, almost daily podcast where we are talking about the 1993 Ninja Turtles sequel that does not have any fancy tagline, even though half the world wants it to be turtles in time it's not it was a video game <laughs> more than half get over it i'm scott tofty with me as always is our regular cast of co-hosts mr chris o'connor she's a witch <laughs> mr adam sheehan well hello and ms rachel gatlin hi hello everybody and joining us again second time in a row that's right we put him down made him watch a minute of turtles three and he's back give him a round of applause <laughs> Kevin DeCristofano, everybody. I regret nothing. <laughs> I will I mean, watch I these minutes again. <laughs> wow. That's a bold statement, sir. You need to applaud too hard. Well, not too. Just a little golf claps. Okay, Enough for the okay. microphones to pick up so we have some nice ambient patter. Um, that's right. We're here again. Three more minutes for a Wednesday afternoon, evening, whatever the hell time of day it is that you're listening right now. And we are listening to minutes. Ten, oh, no. 11, 12, 13 minutes. 13 <laughs> through... Minutes 15. I have one job. One job I have. You got a lot and of jobs, I, actually. And I yeah. beefed it. This show's um, already falling apart. <laughs> just losing steam. Top, right, left, center, all the way. Um, so minute 13 starts with uh, April discovering that there's something squeaky in her shirt. And minute 15 ends with April telling some friends to get the heck off of her as they force her to the ground at sword point. Um, sword point, literally point. <laughs> well, what would you call it? Yeah, fair. that's how you that's say fair. it. That's fair. Blade no. point. No, it's sword point. At sword, sword point. Sword like edge. You were, ro- you were robbed at sword point. You were held at sword point. You were forced to marry at sword point. It is an expression. You're correct. <laughs> I'm <laughs> forced to what now? <laughs> forced to marry at sword point. Oh, you know, like a shotgun a- wedding. <laughs> Sounds like Chris uses this all the time. <laughs> I don't, but it's I'm in books I read. <laughs> um, so I guess we have to talk about it uh, the, these minutes. Um, <laughs> I miss Walkmen. I really do. do you? Many yeah. a day I have sat around lately, especially during this whole COVID nonsense that's been happening. We're all stuck inside. And I'm just like, man, you know what I miss? The simple joys of like putting a tape in the thing and push and play and the puffy orange headphones. I just love Walkmen. So I was excited and happy to see uh, a Walkman gag that so clearly <laughs> delineates when this movie was filmed. You know, Scott, I'm going to make you a mixtape. Thank you. <laughs> there I is don't just something about the feeling of putting a cassette tape yeah. in and yeah. closing the door. 
I, yeah. I used to have that bright yellow Sony Sport Walkman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one with like the lock. Yeah. yeah. Why did it yeah. have a lock? Because it's for sports. Because you, when you're mm-hmm. running, you don't want the thing to like pop open on you. Yeah. But Scott, I got to I got to dig up a uh, an old tape player early, early on in quarantine to help you make a music video. That's true. You did. And thank you for that. That was fun. I actually I have that song on tape. <laughs> there you go. Now, as a result, Ta-da. Um, but I, I like I just love that like the thing of you bring a piece of technology from the future to the past, and everyone's gonna go, uh, "What is that?" <laughs> and in this instance, it's something that we look back on as already antique. Yeah. Everyone it's goes home nice. improvement. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> um. I just I thought that was funny. I oh, liked no. seeing the Walkman, and I love that it's going to come back into play later. But I don't want to spoil it for people. Um, April is quickly uh, is Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Yes. <laughs> oh my so, god, too. that's right! Another Walkman gag in a time travel movie. Yep. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this just Back to the Future Four? No, 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 no! Stop that. <laughs> this is just Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> The other ones were Star Wars. This is now yeah. This is the least Star Wars of all of the turtles. Yeah, movies. that's true. You might, you it's much say, more Star Trek. You yeah. might say this Walkman gag. It's the second time around we're seeing it. Uh-oh. 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 Look who listens to this show. Uh-oh. I thought we retired that joke because now we're in the whole three thing and it doesn't quite work. But you, sir, managed to bring it back. Congratulations, Third time Kevin. Around. There you go. Um, April is uh, confronted by a swarm of uh, uh, Imperial guards, as it were. This is just Star Wars. And uh, we cut to <laughs> He's Michelangelo. Those guards, <laughs> those guards, by the way, were trained uh, by Tom Cruise at the Risky Business Dojo because they ah! slide in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Just take those old records off to show. <laughs> Not all you learn at the Risky Business Dojo. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody in our Facebook group make that a thing. Please. <laughs> um, and we cut to Michelangelo fanning Kenshin off with his Bogart hat as he is talking to him. Uh, and the turtles are like, what is going on? Uh, Mikey's voice sounds so different in this movie. It's deeper. Yeah. And, you know, even when we talked to Robbie, we noticed that the voice is, is pitched lower. Um, in 1993 and in 2019, whenever we talked to him, than it was in 1989 or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's I not think easy he's also a party dude. He's, I think he's amping up the the surfer thing a little bit more for this one. Yeah. Um, kind of laying into it, but the lampshade think- give it away. <laughs> we 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 may have a chance to talk to Robbie again and ask him about that. So we'll nice. see. Yeah, we might we might get his voice on this show again. Who knows? Well, well who knows? Yeah, if the fates align, we'll see what happens. I've got people reaching out anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. I, I mean, the lampshade thing. It's funny. I don't know. It's necessary. Michelangelo is just a goofball right now, and and that's mm. fine because it's still pretty lighthearted. Um, but every I don't know. I just something about this scene rubs me the wrong way. I don't know if it's the, again like the puppets, the visuals. Like every time I see Splinter, it bothers me in this one. Well, His eyebrows bother me. Splinter and Casey Jones when he first shows up in the movie, they do it for to him for a little bit. They're like filmed completely separate from everything. 
Mm, and it, it makes it look like, you know, an it's a small world <laughs> animatronic type situation or like Chuck E. Cheese, something yeah. like that. And I mean, Casey looks like he's doing stand up in like, <laughs> I, I know. What's the deal with time traveling samurai? I know that's getting a minute ahead of where I'm going to be. But like I, I, I watched that minute and he comes in against like a brick wall, doesn't like share a shot with anybody for like a solid couple of minutes. It's wow. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the blocking in this movie so far with with the puppets. Yeah. It's strange. It is a mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> We it's know, just, uh, uh, Ohio we, gozaimasu. We've, <laughs> we've lost that pedigree of, of of the Henson people and and knowing yeah. like everything about how to block a shot with puppets and animatronics, and we yeah. just get like I don't know, man. Well, you it can definitely feels... see them trying to hide things because not only do they like shoot the turtles separately from human beings for a lot of stuff. But like, there's also a lot of like putting the hat in front of the mouths for lines, and like, the, yeah. like when when April first came in with the shopping bags, they were hiding their faces a lot, <laughs> not completely, but I noticed it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Good point to bring up. I, and again, it's just everything is. This looks very flat. Like whereas the, some of the other movies, the first one especially, had this depth where things could be off in the distance. Everything just looks like like mm. we're in a giant underground bunker, and everything looks like it's two feet in front of the camera. Yeah, in every shot. Mm. Um, which I, I maybe that's just something that has to do with like the the style of the time when this is shot, or if it's just this particular director. I don't know. Um, it's very we TV get a, as opposed to film. It is very TV. Film. Yeah. yeah. Very TV. Um, we get this wonderful little exchange where Leonardo plays historical forensic scientist to determine <laughs> when Kenshin is from based on his sword. So thanks, April, for that fortuitous gift. Glad you got us that. Which like, I, it, it looks like he's from feudal Japan, which is a gigantic swath of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that originally the sword was the thing that was like magical and, and involved the time travel. So back to what we said with last episode, like at some point they decided Renette's time scepter was going to be a substitute. So I wish there were more, there was more information on like the behind the scenes stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to find the writer of this one at some point. Mm. Yeah. We're going to have to track some folks down because I I have questions that need answers. (laughs) We have questions. Strap into a chair, turn on the hotlight. Explain yourself. (laughs) Look what, look what what you you did. did. (laughs) Um, But then there's this, there's this subtle thing that Mikey just kind of as an aside. Yep. How did you get into April's pants? Uh, <laughs> I like that he's the one who's putting those dot, who's connecting those dots. That, well, that the time displacement you you switch clothes. I'm more yes, true. Um, and Mikey is in a lot of different turtles media, sort of the unintentionally smart one. <laughs> like he comes to a lot of interesting conclusions in different yeah, versions yeah. of the turtles. So Pertinent totally appropriate. Yeah, totally appropriate for his character. However, there is something in this film where clearly the people making it are like, guys, we need to put something in here for like 17, 16 year olds, 15 year like some we need to put something in there for older kids to giggle at because <laughs> Or like, or you're you're watching it with your dad and he's reading the yeah. paper, he hears that line and his ears perk up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and we get it we which get is it a again. lot better than that back massage scene yeah. in the first movie where it's just like I don't think you should be watching this yeah. <laughs> you turn that smut off right now <laughs> um yeah but there's there's 
some subtle slash not so subtle like adult moments in this one. And I just thought that one was funny. How did you get into April's pants? Which I didn't remember until just watching this now. And I am now in love with it. It's a great line reading. I laughed at it, too. Thank you. I also laughed at um, in minute 14. It's like almost 50 seconds in. There's this they have a crowd gathered and there's this like overact this guy who's like shoving his way through the crowd. It looks hysterical when you look through it. He looks like like he's walking like Ace Ventura almost. <laughs> the skinny the one in the back. back. Yeah. yeah. The third guy in line. He's just like throwing his shoulders side to side to, to get through. Superstitious. Like nonsense. everyone else around him is just walking normal and he's like, what's going on? Get out of my way. <laughs> I want to see. Chris, what's the thing that um, you just said it that Walker says to Niles right there? Superstitious nonsense. You know, yeah. So he, yeah, the captain of the ship, he's like, the, you know, these superstitious savages, you know, he's like sort of playing the uh, the the noble English supreme guy. As, then, as and, April is in the other room yeah. about to like go on like, quote, trial, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Wait, and did, so we, as did we skip ahead? We did skip ahead. We did a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I had some things to say about the Walkman. Kappa. Yeah, me too. And, oh, yeah. sorry. That was my oh. head. <laughs> okay, hang on. Chris, we're going to put a pin in your thing. <laughs> All right. And we're going to go back to Adam's thing and just go chronologically here through it. Okay, go ahead, Adam. <laughs> So so she she drops the Walkman and it starts playing and then they all destroy it. I just wanted to point out that that song is a cover of Gloria Stefan's Conga. Yeah. By the Brio Boys. Barrio. Or Barrio Boys. Barrio. They destroy it? What, what Boys that? spelled with two Zs, I might Wait add. a minute. I think you guys are skipping ahead. Yeah. Are that's, we? I don't. Where, yeah, that's what? not yet. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's not in so is that the next... Chunk that's of minutes. The next segment. Yeah, that's the next. Cut segment. all this out. Okay, so time out. <laughs> we're going back to Chris's thing. God, it's well, been so no, long. No, we're going to go back three minutes of the time thing. Is we need to go back. Me. We need to go okay. back to before that because he calls them Kappa, and then they discover that he can speak English, and they're like, "Oh, it must yeah. be from when the English came to Japan." Right, let, yeah. Let's let's punch in there. Okay, go, Chris. <laughs> I'm not editing yeah. any of this out, by the way. Okay, it's so, like, it's, <laughs> so he like comes to and he's like, look, and he freaks out. He's like, Kappa! And they're like, what's a Kappa? A cappuccino? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, it makes me guy. hyper. That's yeah. why we skipped ahead. Now mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> That's what you guys are going to be like 45 minutes into this movie. You're going to be like, no, but then this and then that. It's going to be yeah. everyone talking over then, each other. I mean, you've listened. You know how it yeah. works. And maybe. I'm skipping ahead again a little bit, but then Donnie <laughs> tries to get all history and then they just bulldoze over him. Yeah. I, I know what that feels like. <laughs> Why? It's happened ha- happened many a time in my life where I'm like, well, actually, and then everyone's like, rah, rah, rah. shit, it's happened on this show. It has, yeah. That's all it, I believe we had to issue Sorry. a mass apology once. <laughs> yeah, that was Robin Hood Man and no, specifically, Everybody loves Men in Tights, right? No, specifically about a historical thing. I'll be like, well, actually, they didn't wear corsets, blah, blah, blah. And then someone will just. We don't want to hear it, Rachel. Yeah, they don't want to. Anyway. 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 Robin Hood Men in Tights also came out the year of this movie, by the way. That's true, (laughs) which is a great movie. Better movie. Um, Yes. Uh, He's able to demonstrate that he speaks English. Yes, demons. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Correct. All of that. We are getting plot exposition stuff. It's fine. It's all fine. And well. And then from right there, they're like, oh, we need to go back in time to feudal Japan. I'm like, okay, but how? <laughs> yeah. The fact that Michelangelo is just like, wait, we're going to have to go. But like, he just like 
no pretense, just cuts to the show. Oh, we have to time travel. This is the thing we have to do, right? We'll figure it out. No we problem. Just, we can just get on the F train. And for, yeah. all, <laughs> for all they know, it was like a different dimension that, yeah, you know, uh, April yeah. switch bodies with like it. They, they just instantly jump to, they know it's feudal Japan time travel. It's, it's a lot for, of assumptions being made for a series that has been in the, in the first two films. So rooted in, I guess what I would call reality <laughs> quote unquote. Um, this is a pretty big leap mm-hmm. in the, the, the physics of this universe, right? <laughs> to just suddenly go, Oh yeah, well we can time travel. Like that's totally a thing we can figure out. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I guess it just, the magic it clearly scepter. just happened. So it yeah. obviously what just happened. Donatello, obviously. go do us a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> which again, which is why I think, again, this is much more in line with like Mirage Universe Turtles where there's like space travel and aliens mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like it just, it, it it's, it's a thing that should be in Turtles. Uh, I just don't, I mean, it may not have been done well in this film, but it's a thing that fits in, in Mm -hmm. sort of the grand turtles scheme of things. Well, it fits better in the comics though, because I know I keep bringing her up, but because they perfectly set up Renette as a character that comes in, tells you she's a, 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 basically a time Lord, uh, and, and like explains, Hey, there's these group of people that can do this and I'm one of them and now I'm your friend and now you can call me whenever you need time travel shenanigans. And this, right. is, this is also right in the front of my mind because um, issue 113 of the IDW series just had Renette mm-hmm. and nice. another character who we find out turns out to be a time person. Huge reveal. Awesome issue. Uh, go oh, listen yeah. to Tales from the Short Box. Um, <laughs> yes. On Dueling Genre Network. Hosted Wednesdays. by somebody we might know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some guy. Some guy. Um, all right, so now I want to talk about where Walker says something, denials, he calls him a thing. Um, and the only thing I really wanted to say about that point was it just seems to me like it, we needed henchmen in this movie somewhere. This is a very Bebop and Rocksteady versus Shredder kind of moment, like yeah. smart guy talking down to idiot henchmen. Yeah. Um, which we didn't really get in the other films, I guess Toka and Razor are kind of idiot henchmen, mm. but having actual like verbal idiot henchmen is uh, very much a pull from the cartoons, right? The yeah, ones that aren't just babies. Yeah. <laughs> babies! Yeah. Babies! Yeah. A bunch I, of I babies. Feel like, I feel like this uh, Niles character would have been better suited if Bob Hoskins played him. I want Bob Hoskins in this movie. Bob Hoskins is Shmi. Yeah, Shmi. And also Mario and uh, Eddie. Yeah, Bob Hoskins is busy making the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. But like, just superimpose his face on Niles. It would right. Somebody deep fake it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there That's a go. thing that we can do now. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then we get to sort of this this uh, I guess not courtroom but a, like a, th- a throne room trial interrogation whatever's a, happening they're trying to figure out it's a courtroom Hang it is on. a room of the court Wait. We, we skipped over we the whole Walkman smashing thing. No, we didn't. That's no, a, we're that's, just about that's, that's minute yet. 16. She's, Why yeah, she's I, not. What? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, you're really excited about this, and I'm there. I'm for it. I want to talk about okay. it. But okay, that's, sorry. That's, I thought that's, that happened before this. I'm sorry. No, Priceless technology. See, I thought three minutes at a time was going to be easier. <laughs> <laughs> we were wrong. This is the part where mm. April's like, hey, I spoke Spanish. I took Spanish oh, in high school. Okay. I don't understand yeah. you. 
Um, and we get this ominous sort of, it's kind of like the Shredder theme, except in reverse direction. It's this sort of diminished intervallic kind of musical cue with this low droning, like string bass kind of thing, which I like a lot. Um, musically, I think we're doing a great job so far in this film. John Dupre, mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Mwah. Oh, we it's also just- got the splinter theme a little while ago. I meant to bring that up. Yeah, that's right. That does come back. There's a few themes that I think circle back through in this movie. Actually, that might be one of the few. There might not be a few. That might be the one. <laughs> Keep an ear out for that. As we go, I'm curious if there's more that come back. Yeah, because w- when he unraveled the scroll, we got that boom, 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 boom. mysterious uh, theme thing. Yeah, that yeah. like wooden flute sound. Yeah. Um, who would all of these people be in this throne room? I'm curious. We have the priests. We have scribes, some, um, okay. assistants, bureaucrats, officiants. Uh, the Lord himself, his retainers, his bodyguards, and samurai. Bakers, right. candlestick makers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and, and it is, it is a, a, a court. You know, this is the court. This is, this is the Lord's court. It is a courtroom, effectively. This is right. also the closest thing these people have to entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and they think she's a witch, right? We think April's a witch. Well, that's what he says. They, I mean, we don't know. I... I don't know if we get a word from them about what, like, they're accusing her of being something, but uh, I guess, yeah. It's like, you, this, this, <laughs> this European lady magically replaced the prince and she's in his clothes. Can, can we just I go guess. back to the guy who, like, hobbles in? I wonder if they wanted him to have, like, a peg leg. <laughs> like, that's why he's. <laughs> it is pirate. very much a pirate crew they have for, like, yeah. all the henchmen and stuff. Yeah. So it yeah. should like, why, why else would he be walking like that if there wasn't something <laughs> is weird? Niles straight up dressed like Fezzik from Princess Bride. Is that the same outfit? I think it is. <laughs> it's maybe just throw a vest on it and it's kind of the same outfit. He is Smaller wearing size. A vest. Yeah. Well, yeah. F- did Fezzik wear. Fezzik didn't wear a vest. Uh, I think he did sometimes. All right. Well, we'll have to do a whole new podcast to figure that out. All I remember when I think <laughs> of him, him is his cloak. All I remember when I think of him is his like <laughs> shaky anger face. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they they kind of throw April to the ground, and they she she she's feisty. She's like, get off yeah. me, back up, and leave me alone. And I kind of appreciate this kind of Spitfire energy from April O'Neil, that rather than dangerous, rather than just dames, damsel in distress. Like you, she's you know, kind of like April in the cartoon, just very kind of like you know, taking mm-hmm. care of her own crap, which I like, and not just tied to a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Not yeah. yet, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, the ing- that the English crew is allowed to like watch from the door is like mm, no, Mm-mm, no. <laughs> yeah, we sell they, weapons, so we can go anywhere we want, do whatever yeah, we want to do. And let the they let the captain like visit, you know, as uh, yeah, you know, let, just to observe. Let and me they get would have two their own feet away from your your leader here. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-mm, mm-mm. well. Yeah, that's one of the things like, you know, he comes in like in the, the one of the previous sets of minutes and he sort of like owns the space and he's like, you know, oh, I got I got guns. And you guys want my guns? Like that is not really how it worked out for the Europeans that arrived in Japan. The Europeans were relegated to a ghetto and they were not allowed to just run roughshod over, over the country like they were not 
feared. <laughs> they were not respected. I mean, did you ever stop to think that maybe the fact that he lost to a bunch of mutant time traveling turtles is why? Chris, <laughs> maybe that set the standard for history from that point forward. Well, it's no, hard. It's never. hard to tell what history <laughs> we're starting from, because at the beginning of the film, I wrote this down. It says that the year is 1603, mm-hmm. but the poster had a different year. I think it was like 1593, which I mean, it's not ah, that much of a difference, but really something I noticed. Yeah, the the poster says, um, hold on, I got it here. Uh, Japan. Ancient Japan, 1593, without a map, <laughs> without a clue, without a pizza. Huh. But oh, man. <laughs> why would they randomly change that date? Also, why would they go through all of that instead of just saying turtles in time? We, but <laughs> 15, true. It is 1593 weird. makes a lot more sense, though, because it would have been several hundred Even, years to the yeah. day from when the movie came out. It's very yeah. weird. Yeah. There have been 400 year difference, like a clean. <laughs> Thanks for doing the math, a, Chris. Clean, a clean number. <laughs> Yeah, it's very right. weird that they decided to pop it up a couple of years. Well, I mean, um, yeah. maybe maybe they did, and then they realized that wasn't when England had an influence in Japan. I, yeah, no. but we're talking a three-year <laughs> difference. We, uh, Someone was doing yeah. their homework, and they're like, mm, that's not right. This no, Turtles movie, factually incorrect. Yeah, 1603 was when the, the war for establishing the Shogunate had basically ended. Like, England had oh. already... I can't oh, okay. remember the exact years when, like, uh, was it William Adams or William... Oh, I can't remember his name anymore. I have him in the notes for a previous episode, and I think I mentioned him, but the English arrived before 1603. Look, it's yeah. a time travel movie. We don't need to yeah. narrow it down to anything closer than, like, 10 years. We're good. Right. <laughs> yeah, the writers of this movie didn't care enough yeah. about this. <laughs> uh, 1593, 1603, it's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, it's just old. It's old, right? We're all old. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like no. 1941, right? Wow. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. That brings us to the Still end of right. 15. Does anyone have any final thoughts to wrap up this chunk of minutes? Other than the fact that clearly we are not good at doing three minutes at a time. No, yeah. this was a mistake. Because well, I think, Adam, we watched these and we also watched the other ones at the same time, and it just I I my brain. Yeah, I'm. The, the fun bit where Walker's like they're being superstitious and it's nonsense and they think she's a witch and then his crew is immediately like she's a witch <gasps> <laughs> they start whispering it telephone style back just sort of undermines his sense of superiority they start like, tweeting memes like, at each other about how she's a like, witch don't get so high and mighty buddy it's like that Home Alone gig where it's like give this bag to Kevin give this bag to Kevin give this bag to Kevin here Kevin Kevin's not here Kevin's not here <laughs> She's a witch. She's a witch. She's a witch. All of a sudden, someone's whispering in April's ear. She's Does a she witch. the same as a duck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Kevin, one more time. Tell us where we can hear you on a regular basis. Okay, so I'm on the Ninja Turtle Nerds podcast. You can find uh, find that wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Or uh, your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, podcast about turtles. And there you go. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at TMNT Nerds, Gmail, TMNT Nerds at gmail.com. And we go over the comic book series one issue at a time. It's very fun. Where, and and what, where are you guys at right now? We are in smack dab in the middle of volume one of Mirage. Nice. So that's got to be like City at War-ish, a little after maybe? Yeah, yeah, we're a little after that where we we did 32 episodes for the first season, then we decided to talk about the Tales Volume 1 because it's only seven issues long, and then now, by the time you upload this, we'll be back for season two, we'll probably be (laughs) almost done with the first Mirage run. 
Excellent. All right. Well, make sure you guys check out Ninja Turtle Nerds Mondays uh, in your podcatcher of choice. And for the crew here, we will say goodbye. We'll see you guys Friday with the last three minutes. And I promise we will go in order this time. <laughs> yeah. So from the crew here, for Kevin, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yes. Cowabunga. Yeah. <laughs>